The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. The year is rapidly coming to an end. Next week, we will run our special Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We're going to run that the next two weeks. So today, I'm going to use the show to look. I've got all these items and stories that I haven't gotten to over the last, I don't know, six, eight weeks. I've got it on my massive glass desk here at Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A in the Cigar City. So what I will do is try to get to as many as I can. I doubt I'm going to get to everything, but I'll try to get to as many as I can. And then we go on hiatus, and then we come back to you 2018. So we will make today's show fantastic, as always, a five-star production. And who knows, maybe during the holidays, if something grabs me, I'll post a video or a special podcast with a technology. Why not? Long ash greetings and salutations. A long ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. Hashtag not me. You've heard of the Me Too movement that I was harassed? Nope, not me. I haven't harassed and haven't been harassed. And actually, I feel kind of badly that I haven't been treated like a piece of meat by a hot babe. Although... I must tell you that the harem, all 32, they certainly view me as that, and I view them as that. So it's a, really a marriage made in heaven. It is just delightful. No problem. So I've got some uh, exciting things on the male bashing front that we will get to. I'm looking at a whole bunch of stories here. Here, men taking classes to, learn un, to unlearn toxic masculinity. Here's another one. Study finds eating meat perpetuates hegemonic masculinity. Oh, I can't wait to get to that one. Woman ordered to make lowball payout for biting off a man's testicle. How much is a nad worth today? When I tell you, you will not believe it. Got another story that uh, a hotshot banker, his jilted girlfriend, did something to his beloved Mercedes-Benz. Did something that was not very pleasant. Not pleasant at all. It has nothing to do with pleasure maneuvers. That I can guarantee you. So we've got a whole a group of items. Here's another thing I've got. Ten things every intersectional feminist should ask on a first date. We're getting bashed. Men, alpha males, men with, with ample amounts of testosterone who are strong, who are, who are confident, we are getting bashed. Now every male is getting lumped into this Me Too movement. If you basically uh, are a male, then all of a sudden you must have harassed somebody along the line. Well, enough 
is enough. If somebody is legitimately sexually harassed, demeaned, that's unacceptable. And look at the men that we know that have done it. I mean, you look at Harvey Weinstein. You look at Bill Clinton. These are scumbag men. They're scumbag. They're not alphas. In fact, I would make the argument the case. These men couldn't get a woman unless they used their power because look at them. Look at them. The true test, if you are an alpha male, you're a confident male, whether you have a dime or not, you can get hot tail. Very simple. Before I had a dime, before I started after college, no problem. Never had a problem in the hot female department. It has nothing, that's the mistake that many of these men make. They think it has everything to do with cash. It has nothing to do with that. If a woman is attracted to you, she knows in the first 15 seconds. If she's not going to get a little bit on the wet side, nothing is going to happen. Just like a man, you see a woman, boom. However, that doesn't mean because a woman is attracted to you that all of a sudden she's going to give it all up because you're going to talk to her conversation. And if she says, you know what, this guy's personality is terrible. Yeah, he's got the looks, but he's kind of a, you know, kind of a, a scumbag. He's not entertaining. He's not humorous. Doesn't really have the confidence. Eh. Then all of a sudden the points start going down. And I've seen that as a man. I've seen hot women. You start talking to them. It's like talking to a box of rocks. And so I have to have the mental stimulation as well as the physical stimulation. So it goes both ways. But I'm here to tell you that whether or not a man has cash makes no difference. And that's the misnomer. Because I've got plenty of friends who are very successful, and they go out, and we'll be out, and I'll see them. They'll start talking to these women. And the first thing they start talking about is, well, you know, i got a condo here, and i got a condo there, and i got a boat, and this is what I drive. And I'm looking, shaking my head, saying, these women could care less. Are there a few women that will maybe go for that? Eh, primarily the young and dumb ones. But most Almost all, I will tell you, 95% of women will look and say, I'm turned off. That doesn't excite me at all. Guaranteed. They make that mistake. A woman does not get wet, does not get excited. Just if a man says, hey, yeah, I got a condo and this is what I drive. Sorry, not happening. But most of these guys that we're seeing that are being accused of sexual harassment, Matt Lauer, look at Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer's nothing to look at. Oh, by the way, now a, a, a woman in, who was an intern at the time, I think she's 22, 23, who had a consensual relationship with Matt Lauer is now coming out saying, well, we had a consensual relationship that lasted like, I don't know, four years, five years, whatever it was. Well, why are you coming out with that? That was consensual. I mean, if a man had a consensual relationship with a woman and a woman's in the news, should he all of a sudden come out and say, you know, I, I had a consensual relationship with her, and I banged the hell out of her for three years. I'm sorry. There are some things that should remain private, that should remain classified and confidential, and unfortunately, we are losing that. I want to get to this item. This I, I've been holding this for a few weeks, actually since mid-November. And when I saw it, it's a sad note. It's about a, a relatively young, clearly alpha male, who passed away. But when I read the obituary and the accompanying story, I could do nothing but laugh and raise a glass and have a cigar and, I, and, and light a cigar in memory and honor of this gentleman. Texas native Price McKenzie Davis died on October 25th. Young guy, 31 years of age, very young. Don't know the circumstances. He lived in McKinney, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. And... 
you know, that alone, you look at that and say, man, that is just, that's, that's just terrible. That's, that's atrocious. Well, when I went to the Tyler Morning Telegraph and read the obituary, I said, I've got to share this with my fellow alphas and lieutenants. Price McKenzie Davis, November 12th, 1985 to October 25th, 2017. And let me read the obituary. And by the way, in the picture, there's a picture of him wearing a tie with some sunglasses, a little scruff, and he's got what looks to be a Padron 1926 80-year 80, uh, 80 anniversary or 80th anniversary uh, cigar in his hand. I, I enlarged the picture. I did a forensic analysis. I believe the Padron 1926 80, which is a fantastic cigar. Cannot go wrong. Price McKenzie Davis of McKinney, formerly of Tyler, made his last inappropriate and probably sarcastic comment on October 25th. A brilliant man, Price drifted through high school and then college, graduating to his mother's great relief from UT Tyler in May 2011 with a BS in psychology. Price loved his family. Fine cigars, Reese's Cups, two and a half men, beautiful women, and McAllen 12, and not necessarily in that order. He hated Fettuccine Alfredo and hypocrites, but he loved to tell stories, and you could be sure 75% of every story was true. Although a less than average lifespan, Price did not live an average life. He traveled where he wanted to travel, laughed inappropriately at every chance, read what he wanted to read, and loved who he wanted to love. He is survived by his parents, two sisters, one brother, two nephews, one niece, and a ton of friends. There will be no viewing since his family refuses to honor his request to have him standing in the corner of the room with a glass of scotch in his hand and a cigar in his mouth so that he would appear natural to visitors. Since funeral services probably won't be allowed in any reputable house of worship, a memorial service and celebration of life will be held at the Davis family home on November 11th, which they did. Everyone remembers him as asked to celebrate Price's life in their own way. Raising a glass of your favorite beverage in his memory would be quite appropriate. Price was killed when he rushed into a burning pet store to save a litter of purring adorable kittens. Or maybe not. We all know how he liked to tell stories. That could be the greatest obituary of all time. Really sad when you look at it, 31 years. I mean, he was born in my junior year. Actually, uh, 85, no, my senior year. So November of 85, that would have been fall semester in my senior year at Syracuse. And you know, hard to believe, 31, young guy, but obviously loved cigars, loved his McAllen 12. Hey, who didn't love the TV show Two and a Half Men? Who didn't love Charlie in that show? That was a classic. But just a, a classic uh, obituary that I, it's sad, but we had to start off with that in the first segment because that is a classic, and we will again post that. So to Price McKenzie Davis, rest in peace, my friend. We will raise our glass and uh, dedicate our cigar to you today, but an absolutely classic obituary. All right, we are exactly, let me see, so if I'm not mistaken, we are seven weeks. Yes, seven weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. This makes a perfect holiday gift. Perfect Hanukkah gift. Tonight is night five of Hanukkah. By the way, that coincides also with the celebration that we created, the Festival of Litation, a different cigar lit every night. Christmas is uh, just, uh, what, about nine days away, nine, ten days away. 
perfect gift, the Cigar Day Valfo Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Hangar 1A, Shelt Air Aviation, right at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City of Tampa. We are going to have a magnificent, magnificent day. And it starts, it's an all-VIP ticketed event, and it starts from the time you walk in, we give you a lovely gift bag. And this going to have all sorts of little good goodies in there, but... The prize attraction, the main attraction in that gift bag, is six super premium cigars from J.C. Newman. Five diamond crowns and a special brick house. You are going to receive the diamond crown, black diamond, Toro. You're going to receive the diamond crown, Maximus number six. We've got the Julius Caesar Corona, brand new size. You are going to receive the brick house, double Connecticut, mighty Mighty, beautiful cigar. And we've got two super, 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 ultra, extremely luxurious premium cigars for those that attend the Alpha Pleasure Fest on Saturday, Feb 3rd in Tampa. First, we've got the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar 1895 Double Perfecto. That was the size that the founder of J.C. Newman Cigars, Julius Caesar Newman, enjoyed personally. So they created a special Julius Caesar. It's only available at, I think, the 40 or 50 Diamond Crown lounges across the country. And then we've got a super special cigar that is priceless. It is not available for sale. The only people who enjoy get to enjoy this cigar are the Newman family. Bobby and Eric and Drew, Dawson, Paxton, and other members of the, of the Newman family. The Diamond Crown 1895 Classic made specially for the Newmans. They showed me, we went down to the factory when, when we were talking about what, we were, what cigars we were going to uh, give away for our attendees at the Pleasure Fest. And they said, well, and I, I looked at the corner, I said, well, what are those? Unbundled, they're just, they were basically in giant bundles and marked private, secured in a little locked area. And they said, well, General, these are the cigars that we the family, the Newman family smokes, made just for us. They're not for sale. We never will sell them. We don't think we will. And I said, come on, how about releasing a stash? All we need is about 160, 170. Just release the stash. Let's give one to every attendee at the Alpha Pleasure Fest. And they both looked and they discussed it. And they said, General, the only person we would do that for is you. So I was very humbled, very honored. And all of you that attend are going to get that very special family size, the Julius Correction, the Diamond Crown, 1895, Double Perfecto. It's a great size. They gave me one while I was there. I smoked it. I treasured every minute. Smokes differently than a regular Diamond Crown. Because of the shape, it is fantastic. Now, we're going to have an alpha a buffet fit for the alpha male paella. We've got uh, the 1905 Cobb Salad, Salem Smokehouse Hot Dogs. We've got a carnivore carving station. We are going to have pasta station. You're going to get sample. We've got Funky Buddha Brewing. We're going to have probably about six different beers. We've got all sorts of spirit samples. Going to be off the charts. Live show noon to two. We'll have the entire Cigar Dave crew there from uh, Mick the Brit. We'll have uh, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul. We'll have Voice Talent Ed, Puff Muffin, Lori. We will have Portuguese Princess Colleen, XO Tim, Colonel Ange. We will have the entire crew. So go to CigarDave.com. Tickets are $170 plus the Eventbrite service fee. I'm telling tickets are, are way ahead of last year. We keep this in an event, intimate event. When it's sold out, it's sold out. Great holiday gift for your husband, for a friend, for your girlfriend, for your harem. It is a phenomenal gift for Hanukkah for 
Christmas. So go to CigarDave.com, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. Seven weeks away, Saturday, February 3rd. Hangar 1A, Shelter. By the way, we're also going to have the airplanes uh, all around us as well. So you'll be able to tour cool cool jets, cool planes. Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Cigar City of Tampa. The December selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Vertical Sampler, including the 20th Anniversary Connecticut, the 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, and the 20th Anniversary Maduro. Each cigar uses Nicaraguan tobacco from Perdomo's Farms in Esteli, Condega, and Jalapa Valley, giving them a rich, elegant, and complex flavor. Not a member of the Officers Club, get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City of Tampa is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. It is an all-ticketed VIP event. It is a great day filled with fantastic cigars from J.C. Newman, our presenting sponsor, Diamond Crown, a fantastic Alpha Lunch Buffet, a nice Cigar Dave goodie bag with all sorts of fine goodies for you, and you'll also enjoy great craft beer samplings, spirit samplings, whiskey samplings. We'll be surrounded by aircraft at Shelter Aviation right in the hangar. It is a fantastic day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is an all-VIP ticketed event, very, very limited. Go to CigarDave.com and purchase your tickets. That's CigarDave.com for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, Feb 3rd, 2018, in Tampa. The great Francis Albert Sinatra. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. The great Frank Sinatra, Jingle Bells, Sergeant Steve 
keep playing Jingle Bells underneath me. By the way, we didn't come back with a rejoin liner. When you got the chairman of the board, you don't need a rejoin liner, even though voice talent Ed, the best voice talent in the broadcasting business worldwide, no question about it. But uh, even voice talent Ed would agree. Hey, the chairman of the board, the guy deserves front and center top billing. Now, why are we playing Jingle Bells? Well, first of all, it's a nice festive song during the holidays. We love Frank Sinatra. I mean, Dean Martin, Sammy, they don't, any, many of them that play, it's fine with me. But leave it to some lib lunatic to come out with some wackadoodle proclamation that Jingle Bells is a racist song. Kinda Hamill, a theater, or as they say in the South, a theater history professor at Boston University. The no, first time I, I was in the South, and I said, yeah, where, where's this theater? And they go, oh, the theater is just down the street there. Theater? So they say in the South. But Kina Hamill, a theater history professor at Boston University, told the Boston Globe that the venerable Christmas song has a secret racist past that has been systematically hidden from Americans as they celebrate Christmas. Quote, the history of the song has remained hidden behind its local and season affection. She said the song's blackface and racist origins have been subtly and systematically removed from its history. Ding dong, nobody home with this nutcase professor. She claims the song written 160 years ago by James Pierpoint was written to ridicule black people and was first performed in a blackface minstrel hall in Boston in 1857. Professor said her study of the history of the song proved that the song was made to satirize, get a load of this, satirize how blacks reacted to winter activities such as sleigh riding. What? Where do these lunatics come up with this pablum puke? She said the comedy routine was to portray blacks as behaving foolishly, grotesquely, and incompetently in unfamiliar situations. Hamill claims that over time, the minstrel origins of the song faded away as people continued singing it during the Christmas holiday. She points out that the, the author of the song later joined the Confederate Army, wrote fight songs and patriotic airs for the nascent Confederate States of America during the Civil War. She's urging the town of Medford, Massachusetts to drop its annual celebration that Pierpoint wrote in their town so no more jingle bells and forever shun the racist song going forward. How on earth does this nutcase, does this wackadoodle, does this spamutz come up with this nonsense that Jingle Bells is a racist song against blacks because it, it, it satirizes how they reacted to winter activities such as, such as sleigh rides? Come on, are you kidding me? Enough is enough. Can't we just enjoy a song? Screw you, sweetheart. Any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. The December 2017 Officers Cl uh, Club selection, we end with a great vertical tasting of three cigars. From Perdomo Cigars, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary. And everyone who is a member received, or will be receiving, they started going out this past uh, Thursday. So by middle of next week, everybody should start receiving their December selection, those of you that are members. Three Perdomo 20th Anniversaries. And one thing that Perdomo, Nick Perdomo, and Arthur Kemper of Perdomo Cigars have done, starting about, I don't know, a dozen years ago or so, they decided that every blend they would make they would make available in three different wrapper selections. Because you have the binder and the filler, but the wrapper can make a very significant difference. So most of their lines come with a Connecticut Ecuadorian, a sun-grown, Nicaraguan sun-grown, or a Nicaraguan Maduro. So the Perdomo 20th anniversary, perfect example of that. It is, was awarded the Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014. All of the tobaccos, grown exclusively on the Perdomo's prestigious Nicaraguan farms in Esteli, Condega, and the Jalapa Valley. Three different side, uh, three different cigars. There's an Ecuadorian Connecticut version, there is a Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a Nicaraguan Maduro. And I am in the mood for the Maduro. And when those of you that are members of the Officers Club, when you light each of these cigars, same binder and filler blend, but you will note significant differences on your palate because of the wrapper. So you'll gravitate towards one or two. You'll say, you know, I really like the, I love the blend, but I love this wrapper. It makes such a difference. So I love the fact that they give the consumer choices. I love the Maduro. I love all three of them, actually. The Connecticut, a little bit tamer. Sun-grown, a little bit more spice. And the Maduro, a lot of flavor, some sweetness, some spice. Very, very rich cigar. 
Well, let me tell you about this particular stick, one of my favorites. First of all, the Maduro on this is chocolatey and just absolutely magnificent. Nicaraguan Puro. What really is interesting is they take the Nick, Nick takes the Nicaraguan broadleaf wrappers from the highest priming, extra ferments them, cedar ages them, then he barrel ages the Maduro wrapper in old bourbon barrels for 14 plus months prior to being rolled onto the cigar. They they put a gentle box press finishing touch, very rich cigar, notes of uh, I would say. Really some spice, some cocoa, just a beautiful, satisfying cigar. And it comes in, let's see, I want to think, uh, I believe it comes, yeah, six uh, different sizes. It comes all the way from a Robusto to the 7-inch by 56 ring gauge Churchill, which is what I will smoke today. I am in the mood for a very large cigar. Suggested retail is going to be in the 9 dollars $9 $10 category. Well worth it. And by the way, this particular cigar is tonight's Festival of Litation Night 5 selection. So, going to Festival of Litation, which began on, uh, what was it, Tuesday night. First night was a Padron 1926 to uh, really memorialize Jose Padron, who passed away a week ago. Second night was the Brick House Double Connecticut Mighty Mighty. Third night was the Camacho Nicaraguan Barrel Age Gordo. Last night was the Rocky Patel Vintage San Andreas. And tonight, night five, I'm, I'm releasing it ahead of time. I'm telling you all, at sundown tonight, fire up your Perdomo 20th anniversary Maduro Churchill. You cannot go wrong. And the remaining three selections, you will just have to tune in for every evening at sundown. We post them at Cigar Dave. So my selection today, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary, Maduro Churchill. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. I have got the MAGA litation device just handed to me this morning from the research development scientists at the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories. You've heard of Bell Labs? It's CD Labs, where all they do is 24-7 come up with new litation devices and other gadgets for me to enjoy and hopefully share with the fellow alphas worldwide. But this particular MAGA lighter, it's got the red, white, and blue, so it's very patriotic, nice colors. And it says MAGA vertically on the litation device got a very big grip. The tank is cylindrical, almost looks like a Saturn V rocket. And there's a uh, nice little push device at the end, which fires off the two jet flames, butane SST type flames, and they come angulated together at about a 40 degree angle. So it comes right off the top, looks like a Saturn V rocket. It is magnificent. That's what I will use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. Oh, perfect cut. Let me get rid of the head of that cigar. Boy, it feels good to me. Take a whiff of this stick. Wow. Ah, magnificent. Let me gently toast the foot of this cigar. Taking our time. And remember, during the holiday season, Take your time. No rush. Enjoy those cigars. Nothing goes great after a holiday meal. Then a fine cigar. Make sure you bring plenty for guests if you go to a friend's house or relatives. 
friend, whatever. Make sure you have ample cigars for everyone to enjoy. You'll be everybody's best friend. All right, I'm going to puff and rotate. Mm, nice ring gauge on this uh, 50, on this uh, Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro Churchill. 56, 56, 64 of an inch. Almost an inch in diameter. Mm. Great draw. Wow, nice. Mm, right off the bat. Definitely getting some espresso coconut uh, type of taste. Subtle hints. Mm. All right, let me just check that. Perfect even amber glow. Mm. There you go, Very nice. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wherever you are, who knows? Maybe you are sitting right now outside a molecular area where the missus is shopping or one of your harem. You're looking for something to do. Go find a cigar store. Go grab a cigar. Mm. Fantastic. All right. Cigars lit. I need the proper accompaniment. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Mm. I need something that's going to go with this medium to full-bodied Maduro. Something that's going to stand up to it. And it's been a while since I've enjoyed a, a nice cab, Cabernet Sauvignon, a nice, rich, deep, spicy, loaded with flavor bomb notes, Cabernet Sauvignon wine on uh, during the litation and libation ceremony. A number of years ago, got to be about four years ago, I was in Napa Valley. One of the vineyards, one of the wineries that I stopped at was Gurgich Hills Estate, initially founded by Mike Gurgich. Way back, I think his real name is uh, Milano uh, uh, Gergic. I think he's from Yugoslavia originally. What really put California wines on the map was when his Chardonnay won an international wine tasting competition in France. Way back, that changed everything. And they're known for their whites, for their Chardonnays, but they also make phenomenal reds. Got a nice Merlot. I'm not a big Merlot fan, but their Cabernet Sauvignon, outstanding. The 2014 Gurgich Hills Estate Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon is my selection. Very complex flavors. And for the third year in a row, Napa Valley, in uh, going to 2014, experienced exceptional vintages. So 2011, or 12, 13, 14 were exceptional, aided by near drought conditions. And that is actually a good thing. And the low temperatures that summer, coupled with high humidity, slowed down sugar accumulation. So it really achieved per perfect ripeness with lower alcohol. Great harvest at their Yountville Vineyard in the heart of Napa Valley, with grapes also from uh, Rutherford and Calistoga Vineyards. Nice blend, full-bodied, very elegant Cabernet Sauvignon. About $72 a bottle. It is 79% Cabernet Sauvignon grapes, 14% Merlot, 4.5% Petit Verdot, and 2.5% Cabernet Franc. Outstanding. So four different grapes. It is aged in oak 21 months, French oak. Beautiful uh, wine, 14.5% alcohol by volume. Cannot wait to get a hold of this baby. So I've already opened it up. Let me go ahead and pour it in my wine glass, my stemware. Hmm. Let me swirl it around here, take a whiff. Oh, wow. Lots of fruitiness, berries, mm. some black currant. Mm. Wow. Very, very pleasant. Let me go ahead and say 
Cheers. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Mmm. Whoa. Mmm. Very expensive on the palate. Very full, flavorful. Another sip. Mmm. Mmm. Love cabs. Now, I love Pinot Noirs as well, but when I first began drinking wine, I remember the Cabernets were just so spicy and so rich, but my palate gravitated towards them. Now I find that if I don't have a cab, and I like a Pinot Noir, it can be a little tame, but I like that richness. I like that zestiness. It's very full, but there's nothing like a very fine aged wine. Now I will tell you, you don't have to spend $72, $75, $100 for a great bottle of cab. There are great cabs out there that are 15 bucks, 20 bucks. My suggestion, go into a wine store, go to the Cabernet section, go pick out four or five. Say, you know what? I like the look of that one. I like the name. Eh, where's that one from? Great, Napa. Let me try that. Where's that one from? That's Sonoma. That's from Oregon. Try around. Experiment. Do not be afraid to do that. Spend 100 bucks or get five, six friends. Get 10 friends and say, hey, we're going to have a little wine tasting. We've got a cigar. Everybody brings their favorite cigar. You do a wine tasting and everybody tastes. Everybody goes around. You, you conduct the tasting and you will find you'll gravitate towards one or two. And again, blind test. And you could even go out and say, great, I'm going to do some that are 15, 20. Maybe I do one that's 40, another one that's 60. Do it blindly and then see what the results are. may be shocking when people say, geez, I like that $20 over the 60 or 80. People will be shocked. So go ahead and do that. So I've got my Gurgich Hills Estate. Magnificent. 2014 Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon that I'm enjoying along with my Perdomo 20th anniversary Maduro Churchill. All right, when we come back, still much to get to. Men, males are being bashed left and right. We've got some items I want to get to on that. And when we come back during this uh, holiday season, a lot of good work being done. Got to share the good work being done by one of our very own crew members, Captain Paul being assisted by XO Tim and Colonel Ange, Colvin Cleaners up in the Western New York Theater of Operations. So I want to get to that. By the way, a a speedy recovery to fellow broadcaster Tom Bowerly, who is the uh, longtime host and now co-host of the uh, Afternoon Drive show on our great affiliate in Buffalo, News Talk 930 WBEN. I think he's on 3 to 7, Bauer and Bellavia. So Tom Bowerly, a week ago yesterday, had uh, bypass surgery, quadruple bypass, and I'm not releasing anything that he hasn't done on his Facebook page, so I'm not revealing any uh, private uh, health instances or matters that uh, he did not want shared. He's been very open about it and had a heart attack and uh, did the right thing, went to the emergency room, and I know he's uh, on the way to a speedy recovery. It's going to be a few months till he gets back on the air, but to those libs, fear not. He will be back. He will harass you. You will not get away. So to our good friend, fellow presenter and broadcaster, Tom Bowerly, speedy recovery, my friend, and happy holidays to you. Glad that you are on the mend. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, returns on Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, at Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers includes a buffet fit for an Alpha Male, great spirits, craft beer, Alpha Male camaraderie, and of course, plenty of Diamond Crown cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, are on sale. Get info and tickets at CigarDave.com. The holiday season is upon us, and I can think of nothing better 
than to give your husband, your boyfriend, a co-worker, your fellow cigar connoisseur, a gift subscription to the Cigar Dave Officers Club, where every month they will receive incredible cigars, three great cigars shipped directly to them in an Officers Club pouch. The December 2017 Officers Club selection features the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigars. Vertical tasting with the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, the Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper, and the Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper. Awarded the Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014, uses the finest tobaccos grown exclusively on Perdomo's most prestigious Nicaraguan farms. They use high primings, beautiful taste, rich, elegant, complex flavors. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary, that's the December 2017 Officers Club selection. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, $22.95 per month. Gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. It's the most wonderful time of the show When the general is gripping a stick for a clipping And that's when you know It's the most wonderful time of the show Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singer It's the happiest segment of all with cigar-friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call. It's the half happiest segment of all. There'll be cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation. It's cigar litation. It's right here on your radio. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection, cause everyone knows it's the most wonderful time of the show. Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers getting us in the holiday festive mood. And I hope that you are having a joyous holiday season. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And hard to believe that the 2018 year is winding down next Saturday and the following Saturday. Because we get a lot of preemptions around the holiday and people miss our, our, uh, our Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuver show. They want to get everything and take notes. 
We also have a PDF uh, file that we will put on CigarDave.com, which will have all of the tastings of our wines, our champagnes and sparkling wines. So we will do that show next week, the 23rd, December 23rd, and December 30th. So that will be our two shows. And the Cigar Dave Show goes on hiatus, the entire crew and staff, until January, I believe it's 6, is the first Saturday of 2018. And if anything big breaks or anything develops, then I will do some special video uh, videos as well as uh, maybe some audio podcasts. And remember, make sure you download the Cigar Dave mobile app. That's the best place on our great 150-plus affiliates, but also the Cigar Day Bobble Act, because you can listen live, noon to 2 Eastern time, anywhere around the world. You can listen to a continuous replay after that show, that live show. We have the shows on demand that we put up uh, starting, I think, Sunday morning. Anything that you want to do in terms of 24-7-365 listening, it's Cigar Dave mobile app for iOS, for your iPad, for your iPhone, for Android, as well as Kindle Fire. So just go into the uh, respective app store right now and download that. It's wonderful to have, especially if you travel. We're in the holiday season, and I cannot overlook that uh, those of us that are cigar connoisseurs that are alpha males, we don't need to be told you need to go out and be, be, be philanthropic on the holidays, or, or any of that, any day for that matter. We don't need the government to tell us to be philanthropic. As opposed to the Dems and the Libs, who basically believe that they should take from everybody else's pocket and let the government dole out, we believe, those of us that are alphas, we believe we just do it because it's the right thing to do. Perfect case in point. Got to recognize uh, Captain Paul Bellani, the entire Bellani family, everybody at Colvin Cleaners. They do, twice a year, they do two very special events. They do their annual Coats for Kids, coat giveaway for kids and even some adults that need coats in the winter up in the Buffalo Theater of Operations. And they give away, I think, about four, 5,000 coats. They get coats donated. They clean them. They refurbish them. And then they have, I think, three different locations during, uh, starting from around Thanksgiving till right around uh, beginning uh, mid-December where they get people come in, no questions asked, and they can get coats for their kids, get coats for their family, people that are needy. And they do about, I think, 5,000 coats, if I'm not mistaken. They did one that I'm just looking at a story that was in the Buffalo News mid-November where they had 1,500 coats that people were able to get because of their giveaway that Colvin Cleaners does. And it is a Coats for Kids program. They've been doing it now for 22 years. And they also do something, uh, the gowns for prom, for, for girls that that need a prom dress, can't afford a prom dress. They make it special. People donate the prom dresses. Colvin Cleaners make sure they're properly clean, they're properly uh, altered. They do all that. Talk about philanthropy. And, of course, we've got not only Captain Paul, but Colonel Ange helps out, XO Tim, and uh, some of our other great Buffalo crew. So got to recognize uh, Captain Paul Bellani and all the great folks at Colvin Cleaners. Wonderful job as always. And uh, New Era Cap, based in Buffalo, they also uh, donated uh, caps as well, a thousand caps that uh, that were added to that uh, for the Colvin uh, Cleaners Coats for Kids drive. So very uh, nice, nice effort for uh, by New Era uh, Cap to donate a thousand caps for kids as well. Very philanthropic. Got us just say that during this time of year. All right, as we wrap up the first hour of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show, let me take this opportunity. It is night five of Hanukkah, the Festival of Lightation. Christmas is coming up. 
great holiday gift would be a ticket or two tickets or four tickets to the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Shelter Aviation, right on the grounds of Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City of Tampa. It is a day of Alpha Pleasure Good Life Maneuvers with great cigars. Everybody's going to get six fantastic cigars from J.C. Newman, including five Diamond Crowns and uh, the special Diamond Crown 1895 Double Perfecto, not available for sale, special only that day, culinary delicacies, craft beer, Plains, nationwide broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show, incredible spirit samplings, great food. It is the event you must. And by the way, if you are living in the Northeast, Midwest, it doesn't snow in February in Tampa. I can tell you last year, it's about 75 degrees. We're in Hangar 1A, big hangar surrounded by planes, but it is great. We have the hangar doors open. So go to CigarDave.com, all VIP ticketed event, $170 plus service fee, but it's all inclusive, everything A to Z. Hour two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. We're in a festive mood. Holiday season is upon us. It is uh, evening five tonight of Hanukkah. So a happy Hanukkah to all. Wishing everyone Merry Christmas nine days away. Or maybe eight days away from Christmas Eve. New Year coming up. We've got our annual Happy New Year Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuver Edition of the Cigar Dave Show coming your way next week and the following Saturday. So festive times and great food, great libations, great fellowship and camaraderie. That is what this time of year is all about. And of course, those of us that are alpha males, we enjoy the fellowship and the camaraderie 24-7, 365. We're always celebrating because we don't just need one or two weeks or three weeks throughout the course of the years. As alpha males who work hard, we want to enjoy life's great pleasures. We make no apologies. Guilt, not an option. And I welcome you back, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. Little reminder here, those of you that uh, want to be sure to follow me 24-7, 365. It's no longer just a Saturday noon to 2 Eastern time two-hour Cigar Dave show. We are 24-7, 365. And the way to follow me at social media, go to CigarDave.com. Upper right corner, you'll see all the social media links, starting with uh, Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I post throughout the course of the week. Whenever something comes up, I'm going to post. If you watch uh, during Buffalo Bills games, you know I post on Twitter, no doubt about that. But anything that grabs me, I will make commentary about. So be sure to follow me on social media, 
Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Facebook is Cigar Dave. Instagram, Cigar Dave. YouTube, Cigar uh, Sergeant Steve, YouTube, Cigar Dave, correct? Yeah, Cigar Dave. So just go to uh, CigarDave.com and make sure you follow me on social media. And if anything breaks, because we're going on hiatus uh, actually beginning of next week, but if anything breaks over the next two and a half weeks, you can be sure that I will make mention of it on social media, may do a short video, short podcast. That's why you want to download the Cigar Dave mobile app as well for iOS, Android, Kindle Fire. It is free. It's in the App Store. Just download it. You can listen to the show live twenty-four uh, anywhere around the world and then a continuous loop anywhere you go. All right, on Tuesday, first of all, this coming Tuesday, December 19th, a very happy birthday to Colonel Ange Puccio up in the Pooch Pit Theater, or the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. A very happy birthday to Colonel Ange. The, and that also marks the last night of the Festival of Litation, which coincides with Hanukkah. Eight nights of Hanukkah. As uh, Adam Sandler said, eight crazy nights. And we have eight crazy nights of the Festival of Litation. We have a menorah right at CigarDave.com. And we actually uh, have a different cigar selection. That it, Right after we light the Hanukkah candles, we fire up a cigar for the Festival of Litation. And we've had some phenomenal selections so far. We kind of vary them up a little bit. But night number one was a Padron 1926. Number three... Night two was the Brick House Double Connecticut Mighty Mighty. Number night three was the Camacho Nicaraguan Barrel Aged Gordo. For night four, we had the Rocky Patel Vintage San Andreas. And for tonight, which is my cigar that I'm enjoying right now, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro Churchill. So we're giving everybody a tease. We normally don't release what cigar we're enjoying until that night, but. I'm giving everybody a preview. So you got plenty of time. Go out to your cigar retailer, your cigar store, pick up a Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro Churchill. If you are a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, you should be receiving them starting today into next week. They started shipping on Thursday. They will ship throughout next week. So you will have the December 2017 Officers Club selection of the Perdomo 20th Anniversary, a vertical sampling, including their Connecticut Ecuadorian wrap uh, 20th Anniversary, the sun-grown, and the Maduro that I'm smoking today. If you're not a member, CigarDave.com, $22.95, gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. For January, we're going to have the Alec Bradley Prensado Lost Art. We'll talk about a great way to start the new year, a new year of Officers Club selections. That is a phenomenal cigar, one of my favorites from Alec Bradley. They just released it this past fall. Phenomenal cigar. Don't forget... We are seven weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line in the Cigar City of Tampa. It is a wonderful all-day event, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. with incredible cigars. It's presented by Diamond Crown. Everybody that uh, purchases a ticket that attends gets six great cigars from J.C. Newman, including five Diamond Crown and two very special Diamond Crown and Julius Caesar 1895 Double Perfectos. The Diamond Crown 1895 Double Perfecto only available to the Newman family first time ever it's been available made available to any other person beside the Newman family they did it as a favor to me not available for sale they don't anticipate it being available for sale very very limited they roll about uh, three four hundred beginning of the year and that's it for the year and it stays in the special family humidor at the factory 
So go to CigarDave.com. Great holiday gift. Tickets $170 plus service fee, but it includes everything. An alpha male buffet, uh, samplings of great craft beer from Funky Buddha. I just talked to them. We're going to have incredible selections, great gins, great uh, scotch, great bourbons. It's going to be a fun day, live Cigar Day broadcast. Guarantee, if you've never attended, you will have the time of your life. Great way to spend with fellow alpha males and females as well. So go to CigarDave.com. Click on the uh, Alpha Pleasure Fest link, buy your tickets. Ticket sales way ahead of last year, and we limit it because we make it an intimate event. So I have a feeling by probably uh, early January we should be probably sold out. So go ahead, make sure you buy your tickets. I saw this. You know, one of the things I'm doing today, I'm trying to clear up. I've got a ton. As always, I've got a ton of, uh, of newsworthy items that I see that I think are worthy to share with our alpha males, fellow alpha males, as well as our females that join us as well. So I've got a whole stack of newsworthy items. And what happens is, because I only have two hours, and there's always things that are breaking, I never get to everything. So I try to use the second last show of the year to try to catch up on things. Well, I saw this. This is from the end of October. Rosie O'Donnell, what a lovely, pleasant woman. I don't know. She's not really a woman. I don't know what she is. She's a, I don't know what you'd call her. But Rosie O'Donnell, I saw this headline, thinks Trump's presidency will kill her. She told W Magazine she was in severe shock when President Donald Trump won and went through a lot of therapy. I think this dame, she's not a dame, that broad needs a ton of therapy. She is a wackadoodle. Wackadoodle with a big capital W and a capital D. Wackadoodle. She said, quote, I was in pure, unadulterated shock, as if I had fallen through the ice on a lake. I was underneath the water, and I couldn't even see the surface. It was a severe shock to my entire essence and my beliefs in the order in the world, and also the PTSD of having been an abused kid in a family. She said she was in pure panic mode the week following the election, but now she's just devastated, disappointed, disheartening, disheartened and depressed by the reality of it. She says, I seriously worry whether I personally will be able to live through Trump's presidency. It could kill me. Who are we to stand in the way of her happiness? Had to clear that one up. That can go in the trash. Got another item that I would like to get to. Let me see where I am on time here. Uh, I'm good. I can definitely sneak this one in. Major League umpires. This goes back from the late summer. Major League umpires. Headline. Major League umpires wear wristbands to protect protest escalating verbal attacks from players. Enough is enough, say baseball's umpires. Now, you want to talk about giant wussified betas? It are these umpires. Well, first of all, I don't know of any baseball fan or any casual sports fan that goes to a game that goes to watch the umpires. I never somebody saying, oh, there's umpire Joe Smith. Boy, he calls a great game. Glad I'm, I'm here for that game. Or I don't know if somebody says, hey, off, or, or umpire Jim Jones is going to be working the, behind the plate today. We got to go watch that game. We got to buy a ticket and go catch that game. I, Sergeant Steve, do you know of anybody that goes to watch the umpires? No. No. Not a one. Not a one. Maybe they're wise. Well, yeah, maybe they're wise. Yeah, that's about it. Well, they're upset over escalating verbal attacks on their member, the World Umpires Association. Maybe they should change it to the wuss, 
the Wussified Umpires uh, or Wussified Umpire Syndrome, issued a statement and wore white wristbands in protest across Major League Baseball games this past summer. The final straw was an altercation between Detroit Tigers second baseman Ian Kinsler and home plate umpire Angel Hernandez. Kinsler was ejected for arguing balls and strikes and harshly criticized Hernandez after the game. Kinsler, an 11-year vet, unloaded on Hernandez's performance, saying it has to do with changing the game. He's changing the game. He needs to find another job he really does. I'm just saying it's pretty obvious that he needs to stop ruining baseball games. Candidly, leave the game. No one wants you behind the plate anymore. No one in this game wants you behind the plate anymore. None of the players. He's Why not? He's got the right to say that. Now, he got fined by the Major League Baseball, but not suspended. And that prompted the umpires to need a safe space. The World Umpires Association said a player publicly and harshly impugned the character and integrity of Angel Hernandez. No, he actually impugned his competence, which, uh, Sergeant Steve, you're, you, you, you're a big baseball guy. I mean, I'm a casual baseball fan. I watch probably most of the Rays, well, not maybe half the Rays games, you know, maybe an hour here, an hour there, go to a few games every year. My understanding is, I mean, is Angel, Hernand- uh, is Angel Hernandez, is he a good umpire? My understanding is he's kind of pretty weak. He's awful. He's awful. Thank you. So what Ian Kinsler said, this player, has been repeated apparently by players. Sergeant Steve, it's been repeated by managers and players for a while now, correct? Yes, it's well known. He's not very good. Why is, it, why is he so bad? He doesn't get anything right. Doesn't strike, get anything right. zone's awful. He's well, just, he's just uh, bad. Well, to me, the way that it could be rectified, and I, I believe in this, that would also speed up the game. You don't need the only reason you need an umpire behind home plate is to make the call whether a player is safe or out at the plate. I believe that they should go to electronic means of determining strikes and balls. It would be more precise. It would speed the game up. You wouldn't have all the arguments because you see it now when you watch at home. You see the camera behind home plate. They've got the strike zone right in there. The technology is already there. Sergeant Steve, this technology is there, correct? Correct. So why not? Now, you're a big baseball fan. Are you a baseball purist? No. Would you be in favor of putting electronic means of calling balls and strikes if it sped up the game I'm and made it accurate? I'm absolutely in favor of that. Absolutely 100%. And I've said this all along. The reality is it's too subjective. When you can see it on TV and you look and say, that's not even close. And I'm not criticizing the umpires themselves, but the fact is humans cannot see everything that quickly. When you have it done electronically, it's great and it'll speed up the game, period. And you won't have the arguments. You won't have the, ump- the, the managers coming out. Everybody looks and says, hey, we can see it on replay. Yep, that was a ball. That was a strike. Everything is consistent. Well, they went after the Office of Commissioner, and then, of course, they said Joe West, in a separate uh, incident, was suspended three games for a relatively innocuous and lighthearted comment calling Texas Rangers third baseman uh, Adrian Beltre the biggest complainer in the league. And I did, I, listen, I think that I, I think Joe West should not have been suspended. He has the right to say that. And here's what it really boils down to. The umpires today and the referees in all the major sports believe that they are the stars on the court or on the field. They're not. They're not. They're not stars. Nobody comes to watch them. But what has happened now is there is a lack of ability between the players 
and the referees, the umpires, to jaw back and forth. Now, I always tell you the story about Charlie Ekman, who's one of my broadcast uh, mentors. He worked for me as a color commentator when I was in Baltimore, uh, did the color commentary for the Baltimore Blast. Only man in history to both referee in an NBA championship game and coach in an NBA championship series, or cha- uh, both coach and referee in an NBA championship series. The Fort Wayne Zollner Pistons, before they became the Detroit Pistons. Charlie was well-known in refereeing circles. He refereed the famous stall ball game involving North Carolina, and I can't remember the other team. Very well-known referee. I mean, when we would travel, everyone would stop him. Everybody, I remember uh, Bill Raftery saw him and ran across the terminal to talk to Charlie. Everybody knew him. Everyone. It's a shame that uh, he's not in the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame, and he should be. There was a big movement to get him in. But Charlie told me, he said, the key is, you as a referee, you got to know how to deal with these players. He said, I would always banter back and forth. He said, everybody's in the heat of the moment, but he said, the key is you got to communicate with these players. you got to go back and forth. And when a player would jaw at him saying, hey, that was a terrible call, he'd say, well, that was a terrible shot. And you knew how to jaw. And he, he, he said, rarely would I ever, I didn't want to call a technical. He said, I'd give guys warnings. And he said, a lot of times, the coach would come out or a player would say, i gotta, I got to fire up the team. So I'm going to argue with you. Make it good, Charlie. Make it good when you kick me out. And he did. But these guys today are little pansy-ass wussies. You can't even talk. These NHL officials are the same thing. You go to talk to them, and Phil Esposito, who's been on this show, had said many times, hey, we'd go back and forth with those referees, and they'd give it right back to us. But they knew how to control the game. They knew how to control us, and it was all in good fun. And you respected the guys. And the problem today is you say to a, an umpire, hey, that looked like a little uh, was a little on the outside. That was a ball, not a strike. You're out. These referees, these umpires need to grow a set. They are spineless betas. If they knew how to handle things and not necessarily be chomping on that whistle, uh, you know, whistling Dixie on that whistle all the time, they would have a far, it would, the games would be better, you wouldn't have the constant interruptions, and you wouldn't have the players criticizing. In fact, they'd say, you know, I really respect this referee. I respect this umpire. We go back at it, back and forth, and if I'm going to get kicked out, there's a reason I want to do it. you got to know how to deal with your clientele. And as a referee or an umpire, that's your clientele. you got to know how to deal with them. But what we've seen are these guys that think they are far more important. They're self-important. They think they're great. Hey, news to these umpires. You're making 200 grand a year. The players are making 20 million a year. Ding dong, hello, who do you think's going to win out? Who do you think people go to see? Not the umpires, not the referees. And I think that what we've seen now are these umpires, these referees, now want to feel that they're self-important. Most of them are not. Nobody gives a damn about them. They're faceless. They're clueless. There are a few good ones that you see around, but you don't have the referees and the umpires that had the personality. Charlie Ekman was a personality, and players loved him, coaches loved him, and they all said, he was a he, co- he refereed a great game. He let players play. When he called a blue to whistle, you knew he he was right. That's what we need today. They could take a lesson from my uh, good friend, dearly departed uh, Charlie Eckman. All right, we'll continue around the corner. 
The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Vertical Sampler, including the 20th Anniversary Connecticut, the 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, and the 20th Anniversary Maduro. These cigars are handcrafted with the finest tobaccos grown exclusively on Perdomo's most prestigious Nicaraguan farms in Esteli, Condega, and the famed Jalapa Valley. Want these cigars shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure. Talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, everything associated with the alpha male good life. So go download the Cigar Day mobile app today, presented by Diamond Crown. And you can listen to the show live, noon to 2 Eastern time, anywhere around the world. And as soon as the show is done, we run a continuous loop the show is also available on demand, also our Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and the ability for you to record a message and send it directly to us. So go right now. If you've got an Android, an iPhone, or the Amazon Kindle, go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah from all of us on the Cigar Dave Show. The great Dean Martin, ever so smooth. All right, we've told you about the Salt Bay. Turkish chef Nusrat Gokçe, Gokçe, who found fame in Turkey with his steak restaurant and his Instagram post for the way that he finishes a steak, sprinkling salt on his steaks with a cobra style. He puts some grains of salt. He picks up the salt in his hand, 
and he angles his arm such that it's about a 30-degree angle back, and he's got his hand, his palm, that's kind of uh, uh, horizontal, and then he slowly releases the salt, and it trickles down his arm. Looks like a cobra the way he does it, and the, the salt goes on the steak. Well, he's been opening up restaurants around the world, and uh, Kaizad Hansodia of Gurkha Cigars actually told me he's been to his restaurant, said it's the best steak he ever had, but he's in a little bit of trouble because... When he uh, opened his Miami restaurant to let people know about his new Brickell Avenue restaurant, people discovered a photo of him emulating the late dictator with a cigar in front of a picture of Fidel Castro. Not cool in Miami. That is like the kiss of death in Miami. And a lot of bad comments, about 2,000 plus comments. Long story short, they ended up taking it down. Bad move, Salt Bay. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to The General anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. At Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City of Tampa is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. It is an all-ticketed VIP event. It is a great day filled with fantastic cigars from J.C. Newman, our presenting sponsor, Diamond Crown, a fantastic Alpha Lunch Buffet, a nice Cigar Dave goodie bag with all sorts of fine goodies for you, and you'll also enjoy great craft beer samplings, spirit samplings, whiskey samplings. We'll be surrounded by aircraft at Shelt Air Aviation right in the hangar. It is a fantastic day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is an all-VIP ticketed event, very, very limited. Go to CigarDave.com and purchase your tickets. That's CigarDave.com for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, Feb 3rd, 2018, in Tampa. Let's celebrate an ancient holiday, the Festival of Lights. We'll have cradles and latkes and musical delights. With families and friends gathered round, let's shout out and say out loud, Hanukkah is tops! Cradles turning round and round and latkes frying golden brown and gifts for every girl and boy. Hanukkah, a holiday, and candles burning every day for eight straight days of joy. We relate the chronicle of olive oil, the miracle, our wonder never stops. That is how we celebrate it, happily commemorate it, Hanukkah is tops. The great Paul Zim and the Zim Tones, people don't realize how big Paul Zim is. Opening act for Wayne Newton at the Stardust. And then, also Moonlight's opening for Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers. Paul Zim and the Zim Tones, nowhere else are you going to hear Paul Zim and Hanukkah's Tops on any radio show or any nationally syndicated show in the United States guaranteed around the world. But it is uh, night five coming up tonight of Hanukkah, the Festival of Lightation. So we celebrate appropriately, wishing those that celebrate a happy Hanukkah. All right. 
Got to get into some mail-related newsworthy items that have grabbed my attention because it seems every time we turn around, every time I open up the paper, every time I surf the Internet, different news sites that I check, there's always some story about toxic masculinity, about males being aggressive, that we need to, we need to, uh, uh, we need men to unlearn all their male pattern behaviors that have been in males for thousands of years. And the latest one that I see, this is a classic. Study finds eating meat perpetuates hegemonic masculinity. Now, of course, I look at this, I'm like, you have got to be kidding. Where on earth do they come up with this absolute nonsense? It is pure fabricated poppycock. So I look at this thing, and then I see another story in another uh, a newspaper. Study finds eating meat perpetuates he hegemonic masculinity. And I said, I have got, we need a voice. And I am the voice of the alpha male. I am the voice of the reasonable male, the common sense male, the smart males that are saying enough's enough. I'm getting tired of these feminists who, by the way, there's nothing, that, that's, a, that's, that's false advertising. There's nothing feminine about a feminist. Look at Betty Friedan. Look at, uh, at Gloria Steinem. There is nothing feminine about them. There's nothing feminine about a woman that, that has more facial hair than a caveman. There's nothing feminine about women that, uh, that, that have underarm hair and leg hair and goatees. I'm sorry. That is false advertising. And I would like to see the Federal Trade Commission go after the feminist movement for false advertising for the last 45, 50 years. But this story, classic, headline, barbecue brisket is actually making you sexist and anti-feminist. Oh, good, then I'm going to eat more of it. A study published in the Journal of Feminist Geography. Let me ask you this. Who on earth would read a magazine called the Journal of Feminist Geography? Like, what, is, what do they do in that magazine? That, that, do they just basically say, okay, we're going to do a story about where feminists congregate? These are where to find feminists. The, this is the coffee shop in, in uh, Nobutu where, where women feminists congregate. Who on earth? I, I got to look this up. Journal of Feminist Geography. I, I got I to put this in right now. Journal of Feminist Geography. I've never heard of such a publication. I, I mean, I've never in my life seen this. The Gender, Place, and Culture, a Journal of Feminist Geography. Okay, I'm really not seeing anything, so who knows what this journal is or whatever. They show different articles about it, but I'm not seeing specifically a, a website that, that has just uh, feminist geography. But in any event, the study published in the Journal of Feminist Geography argued that hegemonic masculinity implies an imperative to eat meat. Well, I like eating meat. That has nothing to do... Men and women have been eating meat for thousands of years. That is why animals, certain animals, were placed on the earth. It is the natural hierarchy in the animal kingdom where rodents eat, uh, I don't know, what do they eat? Rodents eat uh, insects, I guess. Oh, by the way, 
I've got a Sergeant Steve, you think I should share my rodent story? I talked about this a few weeks ago that I had I had an un, unwelcome visitor in the Pleasure Palace garage. You think I should share the pictures and share the story about that my, my rodent expedition? Are they still there? They are not. This general waged it all out of salt. I'll get, you know what? Last segment. If I have time, I will get to that. And I got pictures to prove it. Beautiful. Excellent. Just inc- That's why I'm a five-star, okay? But I, I will get to that later. Now, Professor N. D'Alessio hyphen Parson. I love these dames with hyphenated names. And I got another story about men that are hyphenating their name. And, and, uh, and, 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 and women not taking a man's name. I'll get to that as well. Professor N. D'Alessio hyphen Parsons spoke with vegetarians from Argentina. Listen, Argentina is the home of the gaucho, the gaucho cowboys. They eat meat in Argentina. There is no such thing as vegans or vegetarians. I'm not buying it right from the get-go. But supposedly she spoke with vegetarians from Argentina. To discover the diet itself is a political act that helps break down the gender binary. You know, they come up with this gobbledygook, this horse manure that is just so incredibly it's almost beyond the realm of of belief quote the decision to become vegetarian does not itself destabilize gender but the subsequent social interactions between vegetarian and meat eater demand gender enactment or resistance what the hell is this broad talking about the subsequent social interaction between vegetarian and meat-eater demand gender enactment or resistance? Let me tell you something. I've gone to lunch and dinner with plenty of people who are vegetarians. I have meat. There's no resistance or anything. They can do what they want. Now, would I ever date somebody? Would I have a harem member in my harem that was a vegetarian or a vegan? Never. Not going to happen because I like eating meat. An example of destabilized gender norms, she suggests, male, she suggested male vegetarians opt to spend more time in the kitchen than out on the grill. Refusing meat, therefore, presents opportunities in each social interaction for the binary to be called into question. What is a binary? What the hell is this broad talking about? I swear these people, these academics are so cuckoo that they come up with this, this scientific mumbo-jumbo horse manure to make them seem like they are just incredibly smart, and they're not. She said she started the study after spending five years as a vegetarian in Argentina, where she learned the diet wasn't just a lifestyle choice, but a feminist act. Miss D'Alessio-Parson believes vegetarianism is a way women can assert their agency on autonomy. One of the ways women push back against patriarchy, she says, is this is my body. You don't get to tell me what comes in and out. I see. So now that by refusing meat, you are you you are asserting your autonomy, and and basically you are slamming down men. Okay, cuckoo. She says that even though men in Argentina still have these very hegemonic masculinity traits, male vegetarians seem more egalitarian and respectful, and more open to talking about how sexism exists. No, because the men in Argentina that are vegetarians are meow little pussycats. Meow. That's what they are. Giant pussies. Big time. She closed her argument by suggesting vegetarianism can help destabilize hierarchies and drive social change. If we pay more attention to what we put in our bodies, we can create a better sense of peace in the world. Vegetarianism is a part of that. Well, no thank you. 
This is a load. The fact that you're a vegetarian, you're not putting meat in your mouth, so all of a sudden you're going to have more peace in the world? Please. This is just the latest BS attack on those of us that are carnivores, that eat meat. We see now that these nutcases are saying, oh, we, we, we have to go to more vegetarian diets because cows are a major cause of climate change with all the di carbon dioxide emissions. Never mind that cows have been on this planet for thousands of years. Never mind that the food hierarchy in this world is that humans eat meat. We eat chicken. We eat fish. We eat cow. That's how it works. But this load of nonsense that meat perpetuates hegemonic masculinity, enough is enough already. It's gotten to be uh, to beyond craziness. And here we have another great story. Men taking classes to unlearn toxic masculinity. There is a pilot Rethink Masculinity class, a partnership between the Washington, D.C. Rape Crisis Center, Collective Action for Safe Spaces, and Rethink an organization that works to prevent sexual assault. The program bills itself as a class where men learn how social constructs of masculinity harm them and the people around them and work to construct healthier masculinities. There's only one masculinity as far as I'm concerned. That is alpha male masculinity, period. Alpha male masculinity, that's it. We're alpha males, we're proud to be masculine, we're proud to eat meat, we're proud that we treat women properly. What these feminists want to do is all of a sudden lump, lump every male, every masculine male as being a sexual deviant aggressor, as being a rapist, as being a violent criminal. No thanks. I don't need a damn class to tell me to change my masculinity. Stephen Hicks who attended this, said that in the class we spoke of emotional labor, consent, violence, communication, empathy, and vulnerability. He notes that the last subject, vulnerability, in particular was a struggle for him. I was trained and conditioned to be tough growing up. Damn right, you were conditioned to be a damn man, not a damn woman that cries every two seconds and says, let's share our feelings with everybody. Let's play Morris Albert feelings and share all of our feelings. Be a man. Period. The Rethink program is the latest in a growing number of courses targeted toward people who identify as men. Wait a minute. Here we go now where they're saying if you identify as a man, you need consultation. You need, you need therapy. Identify as a man. Yeah, you're either male or female, period. Don't give me this 58,000 gender types that I'm cisgender, his gender, quadragender. That's all a load of poppycock, man. I'm telling you right now. There are two genders, male and female. You want to be an amoeba and be asexual? Be my damn guest. But please, spare me with the, the fact that we're going to have to put 50 damn boxes to describe somebody's gender on an application or a form. You're male or you're female. Or you're an amoeba, you're asexual. Oh, how about a fourth box? You're a nut job, period. Politically incorrect? Damn right. Damn proud of it, too. Somebody's got to speak up for all this nonsense that's going on. So they say that 
The growing number, this is, this is the growing number of courses targeted towards people who identify as men. There's the Men's Project at the University of Wisconsin, Masculinity 101 at Brown, the Duke Men's Project at Duke. The goal, proponents say, is to help men examine their own biases and behaviors in order to cut down on misogyny and gender-based violence. Police. This is nuts. And some professor says, Eric Mankowski, Associate Chair of the Psychology Department at Portland State University, head of the school's Gender and Violence Intervention Research Team, said a single class is unlikely to undo years of socialization and toxic masculinity. For the past 25 years, Mankowski, I'd love to see what this guy looks like, has taught a course titled Psychology of Men and Masculinities, which he says deconstructs how masculinity is socialized as a performative mask rather than a biological imperative. That the concept of toxic masculinity has four main components. Suppression of anything stereotypically feminine. In other words, basically, if you're a man, you are suppressing your, your, your feminine side. Not happening with me. Suppression of emotions related to vulnerability like fear, sadness, or helplessness. Male domination over women and other men and aggression. You know what? As an alpha male, I'm a leader. I treat women great. Am I going to dominate do I want to dominate other weak males? You better believe it. Do I want to dominate them in business, in negotiation? Absolutely. That's why we as alpha males rise to the top. We're to pack leaders. I've never seen a wussified beta male lead a pack, have you? Never. Doesn't happen. This nutcase professor, Eric Mankowski, says, from those four distal expectations, <laughs> I want you to listen to this. This is how cuckoo these people are. From those four distal expectations, let me do it as a professor. Yes, from those four distal expectations come the proximal attitudes and behaviors like, I deserve to have access to women's bodies. What we don't know is if it's more effective to address the distal or proximal ideas and behaviors. This is nothing more. Let me translate. That is a huge pile of fictional BS, period. And what is the desired outcome of his class? Increased vulnerability and more emotional openness. So let me translate what this class, what the goal is to turn heterosexual males into feminized gay beta males, period. That's it. Because now all of a sudden, if we are a heterosexual alpha male, oh, something is very, very wrong. And the new model, they want men that are feminized, emasculated, wimpy betas. That's what they want with these cockamamie classes. If you are a decisive, strong, confident alpha male, if women gravitate towards you, no. You're the old model. The new model, we want to have feminized, emasculated, wimpy betas. And speaking of feminized, speaking of emasculated, I saw this and I've got to get to this, and I know we're running tight on time. Woman ordered to make lowball payout for biting off ex-boyfriend's gonad testicle how much do you think this, this is nunzio del vicio 43 claims she was acting in self-defense when she committed the gruesome act in edinburgh scotland last may of biting off the testicle of her ex-boyfriend saying that he refused to have a threesome with her what is this guy nuts i mean come on if it's a threesome two women and you hell yeah you should have it so she ends up <laughs> this is a little bit on the gruesome side. She ends up biting off his nad. 
So the court, she went, apparently she was charged, and this guy sued. This guy sued. How much do you think, Sergeant Steve, how much do you think a bitten off gnat is worth these days, at least in Scotland? Should be at least a couple mil. I, more than that. It should be I in the 20, 30, 40 million. 670 U.S. dollars. So this dame, this broad, bites off his nad, and the court says, yeah, guilty, $670. Are you kidding me? Is a ball only worth $670 these days? That is an outrage. Absolutely ridiculous. I'll leave you on that. The final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, returns on Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, at Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers includes a buffet fit for an Alpha Male, great spirits, craft beer, Alpha Male camaraderie, and of course, plenty of Diamond Crown cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, are on sale. Get info and tickets at Cigar. Dave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The holiday season is upon us, and I can think of nothing better than to give your husband, your boyfriend, a co-worker, your fellow cigar connoisseur, a gift subscription to the Cigar Dave Officers Club, where every month they will receive incredible cigars, three great cigars shipped directly to them in an Officers Club pouch. The December 2017 Officers Club selection features the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigars. Vertical tasting with the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, the Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper, and the Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper. Awarded the Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014, uses the finest tobaccos grown exclusively on Perdomo's most prestigious Nicaraguan farms. They use high primings, beautiful taste, rich, elegant, complex flavors. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary, that's the December 2017 Officers Club selection. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, $22.95 per month. Gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Happy humidors, happy humidors, while the general keeps clipping, happy humidors to you. You know, you girls are singing the wrong lyrics there. 
It's the humidor season And Cigar Dave is coming round Bundles of sticks that he's got by the pound And when the general passes them round We're gonna light them up and burn them down Yeah, we'll light them up and burn them down It's the humidor season And a cigar day for looking resplendent Is gonna bring a stick to every lieutenant He's the smoking superintendent So light him up and burn him down He sips the best cognac, drives Cadillacs He stands up when the flag unfurls He smokes the finest sticks, dates the hottest chicks The ones we call the harem girls It's the humidor season The holiday season So hoop-dee-doo and dickery-date And don't forget to puff and rotate When we get together and all light-date We're gonna light them up and burn them down Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave singers celebrating the holiday season. We'll listen to them wrap it up. She ain't no stinking hick. She's a classy chick known for generosity. It's the humidor season. It's now you chicks are starting to tick me off. Great date. And don't forget to puff and rotate when we get together and all I date. Gonna light him up, baby. Light him up, baby. We'll pay him. Happy holidays, Frankie Sumatra, the Cigar Dave Signers. Okay, run out of ran out of time. I will get to the rat catching story beginning of the year, and I got the pictures to prove it. Don't forget, make sure you buy tickets for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest Saturday, February 3rd on the flight line in Tampa. Going to be a great event, CigarDave.com. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delicatio always pleasure. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas.